This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Super Bowl 58 last night goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. Second time in as many years back-to-back. For the first time in 19 seasons, a team accomplished what the Chiefs set out to. That's three in their last five. We're going to get to whether or not you are tired of the Chiefs yet. Have they jumped the shark? Because they've been a very likable team. They've been rooted on largely for being innovative, offensive. This is a high-scoring, easy watch, so to speak. you got a Hall of Famer at quarterback and at tight end and at head coach. They've had different iterations where they had the fastest, most electric wide receiver as well. We'll get into that. We haven't talked much about the Niners yet. So really quickly, I wanted to address their amazing season coming up short and them falling into the graveyard Mm -hmm. with Allen and Lamar (laughs) and these other like really good deserving teams and players who just, it almost feels like it's the wrong time. (laughs) You picked the wrong time, man. But how about Kyle Shanahan, dude? Three Super Bowl appearances. Offensive coordinator with the Falcons. Everybody remembers they were up 28-3 and lost. Arguably the most excruciating Super Bowl loss ever. In his three Super Bowl appearances, though, there have only ever been, out of 58 Super Bowls, two have gone to overtime. He's been on the losing end of both of those. Once as a coordinator, once as a head coach. Obviously, Dan Quinn, the head coach, now with Washington of the other overtime Super Bowl loss. He's been up by 10 in all three games, although a little bit different this time around. It was 10-0 in the second quarter. It wasn't a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. But just that resume, man, the 25-point lead that that fell apart, two of the only, the only two games to ever go to overtime, you're on the losing end in both. And, you know, people that want to pounce on Kyle will have their pound of flesh. You know, people are going to, you know, he's a Nepo baby and whatever. Missed extra point. Missed extra point. Probably the difference in the game. Muffed punt right before the Chiefs get the touchdown to take their first lead. Nothing you can really do about that. That's bad luck. They were moving on that first drive, on that first 15 script, as they always do. McCaffrey fumbles as they're getting into the red zone. Their second drive, they're making a couple plays. And then inexplicably, all-pro elite left tackle, who I feel terrible for, uh, losing last night. Trent Williams, who was in his first Super Bowl in year 14, I think it mm-hmm. is. Trent, back-to-back penalties. The hole and the false start. That sets you behind the eight ball. But, man, they, they find excruciating ways to lose. One extra point. A third and five for one of the great offensive minds with all the weaponry, with everything. They convert that third and five on that what ended up being a corner blitz. You get a first down. Clock's going to expire with Jake Moody kicking a field goal to win the damn thing. He just banged one in from 53 yards like it was no problem. You win. All these scenarios, you win them. And it happened to go that one way 
where, you know, like uh, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, Thanos earlier, the one in a billion chance where the Doctor Strange saw that Tony Stark ends up with the jewels. There you go. That's what happened. That It was there one way that it could have lost, and that's how it went down. What did you make of the overtime coin toss and taking the ball first for the Niners? Because in real time, like everybody else, I thought it was insane. I didn't get it. I still wouldn't do it, to be clear. I'm on the other side mm-hmm. of Kyle here. I would have, and this was not, you know, second guessing, although it's also that. But I would have wanted the ball second. Same as a shootout, you know, in hockey, as an example. I never want to be shooting first. I want to shoot second for obvious reasons. Know what I got to do. But I thought maybe the logic was, and I'm sure this was part of it, the defense was on the field for an 11-play drive right at the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah, literally, seconds and, before. And it was short order. I mean, it was a mad dash. It was, you know, no time. Guys aren't really coming off the field much. Like, you are spent. So if he just came out and said, our defense was on the field for 11 plays, I wanted to give him a breather, and they did go on a nice long drive to give their defense a rest, I think that would have made a lot of sense, and I think it was a factor. So that's why, to me, it's not a no-brainer. Like, people who are going... That's so insane. How stupid is that? Well, you think about it. Your defense is taxed. It's You, you put them right back out there. The Chiefs are just going to go through them like string cheese. Uh, Swiss cheese, rather. The second part, though, is Kyle said after the game, and I hadn't thought of this. He said, if you hold serve after both teams equal each other, field goals, touchdowns, whatever, mm-hmm. we now have the ball sudden death overtime, which is the whole point. You know, you want to be able to go score and walk off and win the game. I think that's also a good argument. Now, they didn't get there because they couldn't stop the Chiefs and they scored a touchdown. Mm -hmm. And it was another play, like the third and five, where it was third and a couple. Mm -hmm. And they got a free rusher and Purdy either didn't make an adjustment or the play just didn't work or whatever it was. But I kind of like that logic, too. So I would have done it differently, but everyone's making it out to be like it was this major ridiculous gaffe. And I actually think when you look at it, between the defense getting rest and the ability to have the sudden death possession, I don't think it was as big a mistake as I had originally thought. Nor I. And I didn't even think it was that big of a mistake in, in real time either. And maybe that's, you know. Did you consider the sudden death part? Yes. That, so that, that was that, not on my radar. That until to me is the reason why I, I don't know what I would have done. It's easy for me to say after the fact. And I'm sitting there watching with a group of people, and, you know, the, the, they flashed the rules up. And I know Vinovich probably gave a quick explanation, but still people were kind of lost. They weren't heading up there to their files about, about the overtime rule. Romo and Nance did a bad job. I thought so. As that drive went along saying, hey, the game's over if they score a touchdown. Because Romo was even talking about the clock as if, you know, the quarter's going to end. And, well, so what? Right. Now, I didn't, I didn't even know that. I, I was sitting there confused. I, I'm going, why doesn't Kansas City have any urgency at all? And Romo, to his credit, with like seven seconds left, going, I think a lot of folks at home, Jim, are confused. Uh, if this if, if clock expires, Jim, if we just keep going. It's like the first quarter of overtime. And I go, I didn't know that. A producer finally got in his ear and was yeah. like, hey, Dummy, we should tell people this. Yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, even, even you know, do the best they can to pay attention, children and food, whatever. But, but see, here's my question. Yeah. <clears throat> Kyle says if they hold serve, both get a field goal, both get a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It's sudden death, it's our ball. So now all of a sudden it was brilliant obviously, to get the ball first. And all the people that were screaming would feel differently. But here's the point. Would the Chiefs have gone for two? That, to me, That's is the That's the question. equalizer, right? I guess you just don't know. But what do you think? I mean, if you're Andy Reid, let's say the 49ers score a touchdown, hit their extra point, now you go down, you run corn dog, you get into the end zone on your same play from last year, 
are you kicking and extending overtime and giving them the ball back? Or do you go for two to win the Super Bowl there? So I think you probably go for two because, to Kyle's point, they now have the distinct advantage. Meaning this is the third possession. There's no more equalizing possession to come. So they could go down and kick a field goal and beat you. But then doesn't that take away Kyle's argument that we'd get the third possession? No, I, but, but that's, my, that's my point. If I'm Andy Reid, I'm going for two, and that's why. No, I understand. You force them into that decision. But in other words, then you're never getting a third possession anyway if the expectation is that the other mm. coach is going for two. You would if it's if it's two field goals, but yeah, your point stands. If, if everybody scores a touchdown. Also, it's not a lock. I mean, that is that is a big stone. Really, with the Super Bowl on the line, you're going to lose by a point going for two? I know Ron Rivera would send that extra point team back out there. You got, most on anything else, really got to do that, okay? Extend that football game. Uh, are you over the Chiefs yet? Are you tired of this? I'm not. I'm not. And it's strange because I was tired of the Patriots. I was real tired of the Patriots by the mid-2000s, let alone the next 15 years where they were still really, really good. This early into it? Like oh, yeah. Six years in, you were tired of the I Patriots. I was so sick of it. Well, that was a way less aesthetically pleasing brand of ball. That was defense, running game. You know, Not that it's a bad way to do it, throwing to running backs. No, this is very, very different, I think. I think so, too. I mean, they were great. I'm not taking anything away from the Patriots. They were great. They, they're, the, the dynasty, I say, we should pay more attention to how incredible that was, the longevity and how excellent they were. It's more impressive to me than anybody else's sports dynasty. Take your Celtics of the 60s and UCLA before, like, freshmen were allowed to play varsity. All the, the, Pound sand with those. That Patriots dynasty that we just saw is the most impressive thing I've ever seen in sports. Didn't mean I enjoyed it. It wasn't much fun. I was sick of it early on. I'm not sick of this, and, I, and I'm not. I'm trying to figure out why. I'm not either. I think it's two things. Number one, I think it is that this is a fun watch. Not this year, clearly. This was more of a defense run game. Mahomes making some hero plays, kind of script. This has been the best offense in the NFL during this six-year era, though. That's fun to watch. You know, when you're betting or playing fantasy football, you've got a bunch of Chiefs on your team. If you're betting on games, you got Kelsey over, you got Rice over, you got Mahomes throwing for 300. Like, that is a factor. I really believe that. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, and I don't know exactly how or why this is, but I find that the key ingredients here, extremely likable. Andy Reid, to me, exceedingly likable. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Be 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 